Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Have you ever felt like you've been working on something or working on yourself for a very long time and then nothing seems to be happening? Like you're just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting all while you're working, all while you're doing your best, but like nothing seems to be happening to the point where you think to yourself, Lord, did you really call me to do this? Did you really call me to do this? Or am I wasting my time? And the funny thing is, I was reading Exodus, okay, in the Bible. And if you don't know, Exodus is like, or at, at least the part that I'm reading, is about the Israelites who were enslaved and they prayed to God to get them out of Egypt. And God sent Moses to lead them out of Egypt and into the promised land. But literally every step along the way, like every step of adversity they faced, they were like, Lord, why did you bring us out of Egypt just to kill us? Why did you do this to us? It You should have just left us in Egypt. Mind you, Egypt is where they were enslaved, right? They were like, Lord, you should have just left us in Egypt. Why did you bring us out here, Moses? Why are we struggling like this? Blah, 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 blah. We should have just stayed in Egypt, blah, blah, blah. Like there, there were so many times where literally every time they faced any type of adversity, they were like, we should have stayed in Egypt. We should have stayed in slavery. We should have stayed where we suffered so much and we literally prayed to God to get us out of this situation because now the process of getting to that better place is a lot harder than I thought it would be. Like I thought I would just jump from A to B and that's not what's happening. And I'm not used to all of this uncertainty. I'm not used to these new types of battles. I'm not used to depending on God to that extent. And I'm used to depending on myself and I personally cannot see a way to get out of this situation. So it makes me uncomfortable and I don't like it. So I should have just stayed in the place that I prayed my way out of. So that's literally what I was thinking of while I was reading it. They literally prayed to God to get them out of this place because they were suffering so much. But because they had to face certain adversities for God to mold them, all of a sudden every step of the way they're wishing they were back in slavery because that misery that they knew was certain versus all of this new uncertainty that they're now experiencing and one of the things that 
really bothered them was how long the process was taking. So while I was reading that piece, it made me think of the waiting season, which is what we're going to talk about in today's episode. When you're working or when you literally just prayed your way out of an area of your life or a situation in your life that was terrible, that was traumatic, that brought you a lot of pain and misery, but now you're not necessarily where you want to be yet you're like in a hidden place you're in the process of getting there and the uncertainty and the weight and the suffering is making you feel like maybe i should just run back to what i just left what i just prayed my way out of so that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode Hello and welcome or welcome back to the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability for your life to become the best version of yourself. So if you already feel triggered by what I just said, then leave a comment below if you're watching on YouTube to let me know like what what what's your experience like like what areas of your life have you literally prayed your way out of and then all of a sudden now because you're in the process and it's taking longer than you thought you're tempted to run back to that old place and if you're not watching on youtube and you can't leave a comment then i want you to just think about it if you're listening to the audio really think about what that long waiting period is doing to you and how it's making you react to certain situations how it's making you view the process of being or becoming the best version of yourself how it's making you view the process of what god is trying to do in your life right now because some of us some of us are simply not ready for the things we're praying for because the way our life is set up right now we just don't have a strong foundation to be able to handle that thing but all we can see is like the results of the thing that we want all we can see is maybe the prosperity and so we compare that to where we are today and we feel discouraged but that area that we're in right now that season that we're in right now that waiting season is literally for god to mold us into who we need to be to arrive at the land of milk and honey so to speak that's what it's called in the bible side notes god has really taken me far (laughs) God has really taken me far, child, because I used to be atheist. Now I'm reading my Bible. Anyway, so, yeah, like, that's what came to mind while I was reading the book. And it's crazy because I was reading the chapter um, or the book of Exodus. And while I'm seeing them complain at every step of the way, I'm like, God is literally with y'all. He's li- you've literally seen signs. Moses literally parted the Red Sea, something that is impossible for us to do as humans. Y'all have seen signs and now literally you have this minor inconvenience and all of a sudden you're ready to give up because it's taking too long or it's harder than you thought. I was literally reading the book like, are y'all serious right now? Of all of the miracles that God has worked in your life, of all of the proof that you've seen that he's real and that he's with you in this journey, you're still doubting him. You still want to go back to that old thing. And I'm reading it and I'm judging them. 
and then all of a sudden i just felt this conviction like but aren't you doing the same thing and i was like Ooh. lord let's um let's let's just take a few steps back let's just take a few steps back because this isn't about me this is about them and i heard very clearly that no sis you're doing the same thing like i literally just started to think about the areas in my life <laughs> y'all it's let me tell you let me tell you i have come a long way in my walk with the lord a very long way and i'm still walking i'm still learning how to walk right it's a process but one of the things that i feel like nobody prepared me for was the sass the sass okay the sass of the holy spirit in like just convicting you the way it happens like i just i wasn't prepared i wasn't prepared because you could just be minding your business and all of a sudden you like you could just be praying minding your business or whatever and all of a sudden you you like things get very personal like aren't you doing the same thing aren't you guilty of the same thing are you not sinning just the same way i was reading it and i was judging the israelites like how could y'all he just showed y'all he's been with you and then look at y'all and then all of a sudden bam it's like but aren't you doing the same thing in this area of your life and i was like oh i think that's enough bible study for today let me close this book and reconvene tomorrow because i just that was it for me that did it for me because i just i wasn't ready i wasn't ready but that's why i'm making this episode because how many of us go through the same thing we've seen how god has been with us we've seen how he has blessed us we've seen how he has saved us from so many things we've seen how he used our hard situations to make us better to mold us into the people or the person that he wants us to be and then as soon as things get hard it's like we immediately just forget every single thing <laughs> we forget every single thing that he has done and it's like we're back to square one like lord listen i am not strong i cannot do this i i i i i i, I. and it's like but you are not doing this alone though so why are you worried did he not say be still like y'all i just it's crazy because i decided to be more intentional with like reading the bible and listening to sermons and it's like one of the best things i've decided to do like i used to do it and then i fell off and now i'm doing it again and the knowledge and wisdom that i've been getting has been amazing but at the same time i just feel like someone needs to stay out of my business just like stay out of my business Okay, I just I just wanted to feel encouraged. I did not expect to be dragged today. Okay? So anyway, this waiting season, right? This struggle that we have to go through, this test of our endurance in seeing how long can you hold on when things are not looking the way you want them to look, when you're not seeing the results that you're hoping to get when you might still be comparing yourself to other people and their different seasons in their life to your you know planted season where god is still molding you etc how do you deal with the waiting season so there's a few things that 
has helped me that I'm going to share. And then also there's um, uh, just a few things that I've learned in the sermons as well that I think would be very helpful if you're at this stage in your life. And it's also a reminder to me because I just, <sighs> yeah, I just need to apply it so I don't get any more sass like that again because I just wasn't ready. But anyway, the first thing I want you to consider if you're in a waiting period like this is... Are you in alignment with the plans that God has for your life or is this your ego, right? That's number one. Is this God or is this your ego? Let me explain. So I have told y'all many times before that, and at this point I probably sound like a broken record if you're not new here, but I told y'all many times before that I got like a sudden inclination to start a podcast that I believe was from God because it wasn't anything that I would have done personally because I just didn't believe that's who I was. So I have more or less been very aligned with what I believe God wants me to do with my podcast. So when things are not working out or when I get the occasional negative comments or when I don't get the results I want in something that I'm doing, to me, quitting is not an option because there have been so many positive improvements and like aspects of growth in my personal life, in my private life that you don't necessarily get to see. Um, as a result of having this platform, it has truly made me a better person and I have peace within myself in knowing that I am doing what he wants me to do. I am being, I am being obedient in that way. And so just like peace and a different level of clarity in doing this podcast, right? Because I believe that I am in alignment. However, there are other things that I've tried to branch off and do, right? You know, just my previous habits of spreading myself thin and like wanting to start a bunch of new things. There have been other things that I have tried to do simultaneously with the podcast as well as before the podcast that was all me. It was all me. It was all my ego. It was for a specific reason. It was for something specific that I wanted to gain. And those things never worked out. Now, I don't regret it. I don't regret. I don't think I wasted time doing it because I gained transferable skills from these experiences and I was able to cross that off the list. So I'm not living with a what if in, in the back of my head. But you can truly feel when something is your ego versus alignment because it's a different level of peace that comes with it. Like if I were to quit this podcast right now, knowing that that is not something that I have been instructed to do. I would probably feel very like hopeless, like regardless of what else was going on in my life, I would feel like I gave up on the thing that I'm supposed to be doing, right? But the other things that I've tried to do, like when I had a blog previously, um, before starting the podcast, leaving the blog was like, it wasn't the hardest decision. Because I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was truly in alignment. It wasn't like feeding my spirit. I wasn't really like growing from it as a person. It was all my ego. It was all for different goals, financial gain and stuff like that. It wasn't in alignment. So it was harder to do it because there was so much tension and so much friction in doing that because I knew that's not what I was supposed to be doing. 
you can feel like your intuition will tell you when you are doing or not doing something that you're supposed to be doing. So that's the first thing I want you to consider. Is this in alignment with what you are being called to do or is this your ego? Are you looking at other people and saying, well, this is working out for them. Well, they're living a, a, a fabulous, glamorous, luxurious, abundant life because they're doing this. So let me do this. Or this thing seems like an easy money grab. This thing seems like something I can do to make extra money or a lot of money. Let me go do that. That's your ego, right? That's the flesh. That's you. You want to do these things for certain goals, but that's not what you're being called to do. That's not going to enrich your life in the ways that being in alignment is going to do. Also, with like occasional negative comments or negativity or anything negative that I receive from other people in regards to the podcast, I like it, it's it's usually never something that makes me feel like, OK, I should give up or I should quit or this is bad because you didn't call me to do this. This is not like you didn't call me to do this. If you judge me for having a podcast, if you judge me for the way I show up online, if you judge me for what I do that God has called me to do, that's a personal problem. That has nothing to do with me. You didn't instruct me to do this, so I'm not going to value your opinion above God's. You see what I'm saying? There's a level of confidence and clarity that comes with being in alignment with what you're supposed to do versus doing different things just for money or just for entertainment, just for, you know, like your, your ego, just for you. You want to do this. You're trying to copy somebody else. You're trying to be like somebody else. There's no peace that comes with that. There's no peace. The, the the only benefit I can think of is that maybe you might gain skills from doing this and you'll cr you wouldn't have a what if in the back of your mind. Like I made an episode on don't settle for what if, which I highly recommend. It's about not having regrets and like living your life to the fullest, basically. Um, so I'll leave that in the description. But that's a benefit, right? Me doing those things, I cross it off the list. I don't have a what if. So now... I can be fully focused on doing what I was instructed to do because I don't have these other things in the back of my mind like I should do this, I want to do this, I'm missing out on this. It's not for me. It's simply not for me and I'm okay with that. So number one, is it God or is it your ego? Okay. Now the second thing that's like a handful, to be honest, it's not, it's not an easy thing to grasp. <laughs> it is not an easy thing to grasp. Okay. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So one of the things that I learned in... um quite a few of the sermons that I listened to was that long suffering and patience and enduring enduring hardship is actually part of being a Christian like Jesus suffered all of the people in the Bible you see like Joseph David they all had these seasons where they were hidden and they were tested and they were mistreated like they suffered before they were exalted they suffered before god you know propelled them into their destiny it's literally part of being a christian and it's literally part of life you will suffer you will wait you will have to endure like that season is a given it's a promise literally maybe that's why you know there's all of this stuff about us being god's strongest soldier I just feel like sometimes I don't want to fight. Okay, sometimes I don't want to fight. Like, I just, can, can we limit the battles? <laughs> can, we, can we at least space them out, Lord? Can we at least space them out? Give me some time to recover, you know? Give me some time to recover. But literally, long-suffering, endurance, hardship is literally part of being a Christian. So if you're in your waiting season, you have to understand that that comes with it. And if you don't understand that, you will think that because you're enduring, because you're waiting and nothing is happening, because you're facing all of this hardship that's actually molding you into who you need to be to get those things, if you don't understand that that's part of the process, then you will think that all of these things are happening because it's not meant to be and you will give up. I can think back to many aspects of my life, many previous moments in my life, and I'm, I'm sure you can too. Like think about previous moments or seasons in your life where you went through a season of endurance for one specific goal that you had or something that you were working on or maybe a relationship, a bad relationship you were in or something. Like think about one season of your life when you were just waiting and waiting and waiting and enduring and enduring and working 
and nothing seemed to be happening, but then eventually you were able to reap your harvest. You were able to reap like the fruit of all of your labor finally. And you might be living in that harvest right now, right? You might be enjoying the fruits of the of that labor right now, but because it may have been so long ago, you could already be taking it for granted because you're focused on the next thing. You're focused on this current waiting season and you haven't reflected to realize that it, this is part of the process, right? For example, I can remember when I was in college, like I had to work to pay for college, put myself through college, all of that, and, you know, study hard at the same time when I was even working two jobs at one point. And I went through all of that. I struggled. There were many times I was I was um, exhausted. There were many times I cried myself to sleep. You know, all of these, like, really down, bad moments that I've had, and because I endured that, because I didn't give up, because I still studied and kept my grades up when everybody would have understood if I didn't because I was working two jobs and I had to pay for school and I had all of these valid excuses. Because I stuck it out and I chose to endure, I graduated, I found a good job, and I'm enjoying the fruits of that labor by being in a good career path because of the fruits of that labor, because of that season of my life, because I went through that, right? Now, while I was in the middle of that, it was very hard. It was extremely hard to endure that. And that's that, that was one of the inspirations for the episode, um, Just One More Day, where and I, and I got the just one more day from Ed Milet. I got the concept from him, but I didn't realize that I was literally applying that concept in my life at that point in time before I even knew the whole just one more day thing. But like literally at that moment in time, I wasn't, there were sometimes I could not see the light at the end of the tunnel and I literally wanted to give up. But I, did, I would just tell myself just like, one day at a time one step at a time like what can I do today if I could just survive today I will be good and I survived enough todays to get to this point where a season in my life that was so hard is now like an afterthought and I'm currently reaping the benefits and like it doesn't even matter anymore this current season of your life will be looked at the exact same way when something new comes along and you've already reaped the harvest. But you have to endure it. You have to stay patient. You have to stay focused. And you need to do what needs to be done in the waiting season and you cannot give up. So that's the second thing. The long suffering, the waiting is literally part of being a Christian. It's literally part of life. It's literally part of the process of getting to your ideal place in life that you want. Being the best version of yourself. Being in alignment with what God wants for your life. Okay? And the third thing and most important thing. And I actually did not learn this from a sermon. I learned this from like studying other people in the field that I'm interested in. Which is podcasting or like other business owners. Um, and entrepreneurs and people in that space so <laughs> and this 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 might really hurt a few people like it hurt me because I realized I just wasn't I, I simply wasn't on that level I simply wasn't the third thing is 
in this thing that you are in the waiting season for, whatever that goal is that you're working towards, whatever your promised land looks like, so to speak, when you think about the work that you're doing in this waiting season, in this hidden season, are you simply just working on a to-do list and completing tasks? Or are you actually obsessed with that thing that you want? Let me explain because this dragged me up and down unnecessarily. Necessarily, but unnecessarily. Like, I look at people who are doing um, some of the things that I want to do or who are doing really well on certain platforms. And one thing that they all have in common and one thing that one of them literally said on a podcast interview that I was watching was that whatever it is you want, you need to become obsessed with that thing. You need to become obsessed with that thing. So it's not just about, oh, well, I want this. So let me just do these habits um, or let me just do these um, little actions and be consistent with these things. It's, it's, that's part of it. But you literally have to be obsessed. Are you doing that or are you obsessed? Obsession is like you are constantly looking for new ways to improve how you do this, how you deliver this. You're looking for new ways to improve the value you deliver. You're looking for new ways to improve your results, the impact of your results. You're looking for new ways to improve yourself so that you are better at whatever it is you're doing. Let me give you an example with me and podcasting. I have always said that I have... I'm proud of myself for being consistent, for never missing an episode for 151 weeks straight now, right? And that's great. I'm still very proud of myself for that. But one thing I realized that I, I lacked was the obsession. I wasn't constantly looking for new ways to improve all the time. I just thought if I could stay consistent, then eventually the platform will grow itself. Child, please. Like, and don't get me wrong, I have seen results from that, but... I have not been as obsessed as my counterparts, as people who are doing very well in whatever field they're in, whatever they're working on. One thing they have in common is an obsession. They are constantly looking to improve. So over time, their craft gets better. I have not been obsessed. I have been distracted many times if I'm being honest I have spread myself thin many times by working on multiple things simultaneously with the thing that I'm interested in doing and this is in multiple areas of my life think about this in multiple areas of your life too so I have been spreading myself thin by getting distracted with other opportunities other things that take away a lot of my time I have let certain distractions like social media you know, deter me and cause me to lose focus on some of the things that I've been doing. And I focused on repetition of certain tasks, but not always improving each step of the way. Does that make sense? So when I heard that, it literally hit me like a pile of bricks and it was like, that's, that's what I'm missing. I have not been obsessed. I have not been obsessed because I did not have a reason to be per se I had a reason but I had good reasons to be distracted by what I was distracted by let me put it that way okay because 
when you decide so for example if we go back to the analogy of the egyptians um not the egyptians the israelites leaving egypt or just if if i make it into a non-biblical practical life example you could have been praying your way out of a relationship for example let's just say you were in a toxic relationship or something and it was so bad but you couldn't leave and you were praying to god to like get you out of this right you want something better you want something healthier and now you're in a waiting season when where you're single and you've been single for a while because he's been working on you okay there are certain traits you had to get rid of before he could send you who he needs to send you because he's not going to send you who he has to send you and then you ruin it because you're still the same old person with the low standards and no boundaries that you were in the last relationship and that's why you accepted the toxicity so he's working on you in your single season but it's taking so long you're tempted to run back to the toxicity or even just settle for something else because you're tired of waiting in your single season that's what I mean. The weight can make you tired and it can cause you to settle. But if you were obsessed in this season and you say like, okay, I understand that the endurance, the waiting season is part of life. It's part of the journey to me getting to that promised land or that ideal relationship that you want. And you can say, okay, so while I... While I'm here, I'm going to become obsessed and I'm going to optimize this season of my life. I'm going to read books on how to be a better communicator, how to set boundaries. I'm going to work on my confidence. I'm going to work on um, my self-esteem, my self-concept. I'm going to build strong relationships in other aspects of my life, like friendships, family, etc. I'm going to pour into myself. I'm going to learn how to love myself. I'm going to learn my love languages, etc. You may have not known any of this at all. And that's why you were in a toxic relationship. But instead of becoming obsessed, so to speak, in your single season and saying, I'm going to become obsessed with being the best possible version that I can be for me, for me. And then, you know, me finding my husband is like a, a, a bonus. You could optimize your single season by becoming obsessed and doing that. But instead you're saying, God, why am I single for so long? God, I don't want to be single. God, I'm lonely. Well, if you work on what he needs you to work on, you could get there a lot faster. But instead you're just looking at how long it's taking. Become obsessed, right? If we take this a step further, for example, and we say, okay, um, in, in, in business, right? Or like with a specific goal that you want. You may want to, I don't know, start your own business or achieve a certain financial goal or achieve something. And you're at the beginner stages, you're in that waiting period and it's taking a long time and you're thinking, okay, maybe this is not for me. Maybe this is not working out. But what are, have you, have you become obsessed? What are the things that you could be learning how to do to improve your craft? What are the ways you could be working on yourself to be the type of person that lives the life that you want? You see what I'm saying? If you're not obsessed, if you're just focusing on the, 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 the consistency, the tasks, the habits, and those things are great, 
those things are absolutely amazing but you also have to become obsessed with that thing learn how to optimize that waiting season so it doesn't feel like a waste of time because if you were truly ready you would have it God is using that time to mold you into who you need to be so work on being who you need to be you see what I mean I realized that I simply just was not obsessed. I wasn't obsessed. I was treating it like a task and just checking things off the list. But I wasn't obsessed. I was distracted. I was spreading myself too thin. I wasn't I wasn't giving it my absolute best. I wasn't doing what was required. Okay, I was doing whatever I felt like doing. So that's what that's the <laughs> That literally hit me over my head and I was like, okay, so, I, okay, let me, I don't know. I feel like I need some ice. I need to recover from this blow that I just got. But that's the third thing I want you to consider. So to recap, the first was, are you aligned? Is it God or is it your ego? The second is understand that this quiet season, this waiting season is a part of the process the endurance is part of the process the hardship is part of the process it's meant to teach you something it's meant to mold you and last but not least while you're there become obsessed with whatever it is you want focus on improving it focus on improving yourself being the person that deserves that that has that that does that thing versus just looking at how long it's taking or completing tasks and allowing yourself to get distracted now if you are new i love you if you are not new i still love you but you would have known or noticed that i talk a lot more about god in my episodes because literally that's who i have to give credit for my personal growth and i give credit where credit is due okay because when i was trying to handle things in my own right and understand things i life just wasn't doing what i needed it to do okay all of this knowledge and like wisdom and stuff came with me being more intentional about my relationship with god so i made an episode on how to build a relationship with god like my take okay and i'm not no preacher's kid or anything like that just my take what has helped me non-conventional advice and that is episode 124 so if that's something you're interesting i would rec i would recommend listening to that um other related episodes that i would recommend listening to that would help build off of this one is 117 which is are you too busy or distracted for god now that he has blessed you okay and then number 68 are you being controlled by your ego number 76 you're planted not buried okay talking more about the waiting season and the, the endurance process and how we just literally suffer but you have to remind yourself that it is for a purpose and number 77 don't quit for one more day which i just talked about earlier in this episode so if you like this episode please leave a five star rating and a written review on apple podcasts or spotify if you're watching on youtube please like the video subscribe leave a comment whatever all that good stuff um but yeah that's all i have to say today and i will talk to you next sunday
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.